That's the sound of Rudolph. Rudolph Vane's here on the Anger Management Podcast with me, Andy Stevenson. <laughs> me, Lewis Cox. And our returning special guest, super duper, Liam Vane's. Welcome, Liam. Thanks for having me back, no, guys. Nice oh, to have you thank back. Thank you very much, mate. It, it's it's all... a Christmas special. It it's is. Also, I feel honoured. It's a Christmas oh, special. It's the very first exclusive Anger Management Podcast Christmas Ma- special. To be honest, after tonight, Christmas is done for me. That's, that's it. it. Oh, there it, we go. Doesn't, it doesn't that's, get better than it. this. Yeah. There we go. I mean, I couldn't give a fuck. You'll, get up, <laughs> you'll get up Christmas morning and you'll be like, you'll be like I hope Santa's <laughs> left me in Anger Management. Christmas morning? DVD. I can't remember the last time I actually got up for Christmas morning. Christmas morning. Last year it was half one and my mum was like... Stocking full of Anger Management gifts. Ooh, merch. Is that a merch? Merch, yeah. We're going to get some merch. We're going to get some merch going for 20. 22. We're gonna have t-shirts and uh, I've already got hats. my eyes on mugs. Mugs, yeah, you are a mug. Liam. Thanks, mate. Uh, Cheers, man. I love you too. <laughs> so, uh, so it's the anger management podcast Christmas special. Um, it's it's our first attempt at Christmas special. I'm not normally much of a Christmas person, if I'm honest. I just shot, it did year, shock me when you when you asked me. I'm to I'm not come really on, much like, of, it, <laughs> of an any kind of holiday person. I do like bonfire night. Oh yeah, because I like the thought of celebrating a bloke trying to blow up Parliament. <laughs> 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 there we go. Honest, on about that. You know? We all celebrate yeah every year. An act of terrorism. Yeah, yeah, it's mad, isn't it? It yeah. is like it's mad. I mean, do you I, reckon I, in five hundred, like five hundred years, they'll they'll have a, a celebration oh. of people like blowing the twin towers up or something? <laughs> oh god! Of course they won't. But yeah, well, that's what we do. But I do love bonfire <laughs> oh, night. God. It's mint. It's the one right. holiday. I actually, I, I actually read into I'm it. Good with. Go on. And his reason for is because like Roman Catholic, they were trying to get rid of it in the country, weren't they? And mm. he, he was Guy Fawkes was a Roman Catholic, and he, that's what his whole plan was for. Watch V V for Vendetta. Yes. What and a film! On Netflix hey, yeah. as well. What yeah. a film. Quick plug there. We don't get any money sick. from uh, Warner Brothers, but no. uh, it Have is. Have you a read great the film. comics? No. no, the comics are fucking phenomenal. Like really good. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the film misses out. Fucking shit, loads, as you can imagine. Like, but yeah, I, they put it on Netflix, didn't they? Not long ago. I, that's why yeah, I watched yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, it is really good. I watched that on Amazon. Very quickly, we got off topic there, lads. Sorry. That was uh, Christmas to Bonfire Night to <laughs> yeah. be for Vendetta but we have instantly. Got, we have got our Christmas jumpers on for those that are watching on YouTube. I've even got Christmas pants on. Look at them Christmas trousers there. Pants for Trying you, to jingle uh, my bells you for listeners you. across the Atlantic. I've got Christmas pants on. They've got San- Santa hats pants. on the trousers. Um, so we've made an effort. We have. Black and yeah, red yeah. decor. Yeah. You know, it couldn't be more Christmassy, really. There we go, that's it. Oh, yeah. um, I've never been a massive Christmas <laughs> fan, if I'm perfectly honest with you, lads. Even as a kid, and Christmas was cool as a kid, yeah, don't yeah, get me course. wrong, but I, I was never, I've never been like into my birthday or anything like that, really. Uh, just, no. just another day. But, as you get older, it's just more about money, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I've, yeah. I've got children. I've got, I've got one grown-up child and one, and one kid that's nine, so that makes it a bit better, but it just... I think it's the over-commercialisation of Christmas mm. that's pissed me off. And I'm not religious either, so I always feel like I'm I'm being a bit of a, a wolf in sheep's clothing, really. Or the over-sexualising I mean, of, of Santa, which was on last week's podcast. So if you haven't listened to that yet, have a listen. Yeah, yeah, we did discuss uh, it. Was, it was gay Santa, wasn't it? It in, was, In yeah. Norway or wherever <laughs> it was. <laughs> it, 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 does it he was, wear a pink suit, does he? No, it was, <laughs> it, he, there was a guy crept downstairs in the middle of the night, busted Santa... Um, delivering the presents and got it on with Santa. And then bust oh, in Santa. I thought he was going to find him. I thought he was going to find him shagging his dad or something. Oh dear. Bust in I saw Santa. Daddy kissing Santa Claus. Oh. It was, and, and you know, we we don't give a crap if if anyone's gay, we couldn't care less. But the point is, I, I don't really want Santa to be sexualised. That's, that's no. going to be that's going to be a thing, no, isn't it? 
Well, yeah, why, why does Santa have to be sexualised? This is something that I, that I have got on my list of topics, so we might as well get, in, get into it now. Go on, then. Why does he need to be sexualised? It's it's a very strange premise for me. I find it difficult enough. Can you remember the song, uh, Santa Baby? That oh, one. yeah, yeah, that, that That's enough for me. I'm like, oh, it's a bit creepy, that is. Yeah. A bit, you know, a bit horrible, that is. It's Santa. You know what I mean? Santa baby. Uh-huh. And and making Santa sexualized for me isn't something that, that I want to be uh, watching on TV, whether yeah. he's gay or straight or whatever. I don't, I don't really care, but... I don't want to see it. I just, yeah, I don't even want to imagine it. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, I just, it... <laughs> I just wanted, I just want him to deliver presents and uh, fuck off. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> simple. Yeah, just yeah. go home after. But that, some you know. people just like overly sexualize anything. Anything, yeah, absolutely anything. Well, you know why though, there. don't you, Liam? Like, you know that's why? It. Like that rock at that university in America you showed yeah, me. Yeah, there, oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Why well, is you it, know Andy? why they do it, don't they? Why is that? It's for. Attention. Attention! There we go. You Ding. all know that that's true. Yeah, we need the bell. We need the bell. Yeah, we'll use Liam's head. There yeah, we go. there we go. So, um, yeah, Santa being sexualised, I'm not into that by any stretch of the imagination. Let's stay on the topic of Christmas, as we're mm. going to try and do as much as we can during this podcast. Um, I wanted to talk, lads, about my favourite part of Christmas, even though I'm not a Christmas fan, it's Christmas dinner. Oh, right? yes. I don't care who you are and what a, kind of a Grinch you are. Christmas dinner still rules. Pigs it's and blankets. Great. Oh, pigs yes. Pigs in blankets. Yeah. Absolutely. And I yeah, love 100%. It. You can pigs. never have too many pigs in blankets oh. as well. Well, you could just have a plateful with gravy. Oh, you, really? I was going to yeah. say, like, yeah. that'll just do me. A bit of broccoli as well. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah. mind a bit of broccoli. Yeah. pudding. I'm going to throw Go one on. out there into, into left field for you, lads. I'd rather have a joint of beef Ooh, for Christmas yeah. dinner. We yeah, always I, seem to I, have I'm, chicken. I'm with you on that. I'm not a big Turkeys. turkey fan. And chicken's chicken's great, but we have yeah, chicken yeah. all the time, don't yeah, we? You yeah. know what I mean? But I'd I'm not saying it makes it better because it's, you know, I'm not saying unicorn is a better meat or anything <laughs> like that. You know, but I'd rather have a joint to be, I, I find beef, beef more wholesome and filling and Juicy. tasty somehow. Mm, Juicy. Yeah, and you can have beef sandwiches for <laughs> days after. Yeah, you can, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I'd, I'll be happy with just a KFC, me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Christmas. Them gravy birds. Not the crisps. Christmas though, FC. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried the crisps yet? Hey. Have you tried the crisps? No, I haven't. KFC oh. crisps. No, mate. No. Unfortunately, at this moment in time, I can't eat crisps. You you, saved, those of yeah. you watching on YouTube will notice that I also can't have one of the beers that Liam has provi- provided kindly for us this evening. I've yet again been back in hospital since uh, last week's podcast. I spent another five days... Uh, having my bowel poked about. I went for a colonoscopy yesterday. That was fun. They stick machinery up your bum. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not good. It just reminds me of that Camera. episode on South Park when the aliens Car- are gets an anal probe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the pilot. Yeah. It's, it's the first episode, isn't it, in the first series. And that's how I've been feeling recently. So I can't eat anything. I've been surviving on bread. I've had, I had nothing for two and a half days waiting for this colonoscopy. So that was grim. Um, my friend Anthony across the farm where I go, shout out Anthony if you're listening, decided that uh, on Monday he was going to spend all day telling me about the joint of beef he was having that night and then he was going to have gammon the next night Ooh. and he just kept on and on and on. That made me feel great, that did. But the thought of a cracking Christmas dinner has really kept me going over the last yeah. few days. What I, wanted to ask you, what I wanted to ask you guys regarding Christmas dinner, why is it that your own mum always makes the best Christmas dinner? What's that all about? I right? think it's just, it's from, obviously, you grow up, you always, your mum's always the one. I've never had a Christmas dinner of anyone. I've had mom. Christmas dinners from other, I, I remember my uh, my dad's old partner, 
um, this is years ago, so I would have been probably about 18, 19, and, we, and she wasn't really a kook. She was a bit ditzy, if <laughs> I'm honest. She was a lot ditzy, right? <laughs> we went to her house down in, the, in Cheadle for, um, for Christmas dinner, and she'd, she'd toiled. She'd grafted over there. I think she'd, like, started at, yeah. at, like, end of November on this Christmas dinner and really, really got involved with it, you know, try and make a good impression with, with all our family and that. And I always remember it was, it was fine, but she'd burnt the fucking carrots. Oh, right. no. Have you ever tasted burnt carrots? carrots? Oh, God, it's so yeet. Absolutely. But we all had to sit there with my dad looking at us going, you know, behave yourselves. And I'm like, mm. oh, this is lovely. Oh, this yeah. is just eating the bottom three inches of a pan. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do this again, love. Yeah. It was grim, absolutely grim. So Crispy. I was so, Crispy carrot fucking crisp. Or it, was, it was oh. grim, mate. I was so glad to get back to my me, mum's me Christmas dinner the next next uh, the next day. Well, saying that though, I um my my girlfriend cooked Christmas dinner for the first time last year in our in our own house together, and then this year we're going to the in laws. Um, I'm not married; it's just easier to call them the in laws. But um, <laughs> my girlfriend spoke uh, like let me know today um that my mother in law has got four count them four. Yorkshire puddings. I need at least three on my own. You mean she's only got four she's Yorkshire like puddings? Four between four for people. For the entire dinner? Yes. Oh. Well, you, you can solve that by taking a bag of Yorkshire puddings. That's can't it. You, there really? we go, mate. There nah, we go. You can't have that, Liam. You're going to have to knock that on the head. I'd That's probably it, okay. break up with it before. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, you with somebody whose mum only provides a Yorkshire each at Christmas my, dinner. My dad has a plate full of them. Yeah. Starving kids in Ethiopia. Pigs in blankets in the middle. <laughs> Show, isn't it? You know it, you know it. There's kids in Ethiopia that eat better than that. Well, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Low. <laughs> yeah. Low for a Christmas God. special, that one, Liam. Sorry, boys. We've, so far, we've dissed the Twin Towers and Ethiopians starving to death. What, what, what was in the media was not being morbid. Oh, no, well, that's, that's wrong. What we're singing next? Feed time, the world. Yeah. I know, yeah. Feed terrible, terrible stuff. Well. That brings me on very quickly as well, guys, to um, something that we might make into a Graham Pole towards the end of the show, and that is, what's the best Christmas smell? Ooh! And I want, I want to even, I want to expand this because I did make a little anger management therapy session mm. um, for YouTube earlier this week about this very subject, and it was generally, what's the best smell? So maybe we should talk about what's your, be- what's the best smell? Christmas. But what's also the best best smell for Christmas? What's the best I know Christmas straight smell? Straight away for me. Oh, go on, veins. Yeah, go on, veins. A smell of a spruce, a Christmas tree. Spru- a Christmas tree. Yeah, Norwegian proper, spruce. Yeah. I, I used to be a tree surgeon, and there was a tree farm, you know, down near the Huntsman. Yeah, yeah. And like, I'd smell it most days. But when the trees had come in, and we were selling trees like every weekend, you just every morning, like, <sighs> but it, it, for me, that that is yeah, that's Christmas for me. Yeah. I think I think my very favourite smell is 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 silage, right? I grew up working <laughs> on a farm. Yeah, but people always turn their nose up. But what a lot of people do is they think they, they mistake silage with shit. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. city folk and, yeah. always think it's human yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Think yeah. It's, it's shit. fucking brilliant. It's uh, grass. It's fermented grass, <laughs> right? And it's sweet. It smells absolutely lovely. But what happens is a lot of people, you drive past the farm, they go, oh, smell that fucking silage. It reeks. And you go, no, no, no. 
That's cow shit. Crack them windows up, lad. <laughs> That's cow shit that you can smell. Silage is really, really nice. When I go across the farm, first thing I do every time I get there, I walk past silage clamp, I grab a handful, and I get high for a couple of minutes on silage fumes. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> the new high. Yeah, legal high for you there, kids. Hey, <laughs> Liam. I just have to say um, a full-plated Christmas dinner, like the lot, yeah. roasties, you know, pigs in blankets, chicken, gravy, stuffing, the works. There's no better smell, in my opinion. I, I, my favorite Christmas smell. It's, it's a little bit. It's hard to describe, really. My mum, when I was little, used to bake at Christmas, and she used to bake everything from scratch: mince pies and shortbread and gingerbread, and it make piles of the stuff. And I haven't smelled that since I was a little kid. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that was me. That's. The memory I always when I walk when I go past a bakery, even if it's like July, and I smell them making cakes, I always think of my yeah. mum baking at Christmas. I I just think that's an absolutely fantastic. Yeah. My mum starts doing like a Christmas pudding months before, and she'll pour like a bottle of brandy over it a month, oh. and it's it's sat on top of the microwave <laughs> now at home, and it, it just it just stinks like. Yeah, eat, eat, a square, like, eat, like eat a square inch and have to have your yeah, stomach yeah, yeah. pumped. Do you like Christmas pudding? Right, and I'll have to. I'll have to get you. Oh, piece. what a guy! I'll, I'll, I should be watching this. As long as it's, it's like, actually with custard, though, Vainzy. Oh well, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get like, it. I'll save your piece. I don't. I don't eat it. Yeah, yeah. Part, but literally for months, we just keep topping it up with brandy. Oh. Up with brandy, and then how much brandy in total do you reckon? How many bottles do you think's been on? Oh. If I had to push it, I don't know. I don't know, but Brandy's it's a lot. Rank, it's lads. a lot. Yeah. I do like a brandy. I do like a brandy. No, no. After fancy, yeah. I like any alcohol me, so it's like... <laughs> <laughs> to stop it, I want a beer. It's not fair. <laughs> I want a Christmas Sorry, Steve, I might have one on Christmas Day, I think, or possibly Christmas Eve. I might Just tre- the what? treat myself. Yeah, but Liam, if I have a beer, I'll probably spend Boxing Day in hospital. Oh, okay, fair enough. The yeah. trade-off isn't really <laughs> no, worth it. a good job me. you're not from America because your, your health bill would be like... Well, I'd be destitute. Yeah, I'd have yeah, to yeah. sell me working fucking insides and make me working bits to so pay for the yourself. bits that are broken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, we're going to have our first song of Christmas. This was this was a song sent in by an artist called XS. That's all, all it says, X and S. So I don't know how it's pronounced. I assume it's XS because that sounds pretty cool, really. XS. It's like half an XS. It's a Christmas song. Yeah. It's a Christmas song oh, right, that, she's, okay. that she's sent okay. in. I've had a listen and it's great. It's it's chilled. It's chill pop song. It's called "It's Starting to Snow." She has sent me some blurb. Ooh, proper blurb. blurb. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. <laughs> if you need a romantic winter song, XS has teamed up with Swedish Bad Kombina. Interesting. I think that's the name oh. to create "It's Starting to Snow." Published by Flipside Productions, the heartwarming lyrics will certainly take the edge off the cold as she describes cozying up with her loved one at home, while the upbeat, cheery tune will brighten up even the darkest winter nights. Ooh, yeah? Yeah. that is proper blurb. Sounds, I, I need a mince pie after that, <laughs> definitely. It sounds, uh, it sounds just how you want it teeing up for a Christmas song, doesn't it? I say, Liam, and... Liam could do with a Yorkshire pudding, but he's only got one. So, oh, I yeah. know. Yeah. And it definitely, the song definitely, whatever it is, can't be as shit as all the Christmas oh. songs that we normally listen to. It just can't be. And it's a song that you won't have heard 28,000 times. So we're going to have a listen. XS, it's starting to snow. Let's check it out, dudes. It's cold outside, baby. 
Welcome back to the Anger Management Podcast with me, Andy Stevenson. Me, Liam Simcox. And me, Liam Veins. Veinsy! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say Veinsy? It's like, it's yeah, easy we'll just say Veinsy. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But we, we listen to globally, mate, so oh, those shit. globally yeah. Yeah. don't know who we are. Yeah. You've got to remember in Uganda where we're the number <laughs> ah, two yeah. podcast. Still right? need a Ugandan football top. Still well. rocking in Uganda. Shout out Quite Uganda. Quite big in Canada recently as well. I know, so. I've ah. noticed. Shout out to you Canadians. I love Canada. I'm a big I might, hockey fan. I, might I can't wait to, to go do to with Canada. Because I've got, can- I've got cousins in Canada. That might be it then. Maybe yeah. they've... Uh, in Toronto. Maybe they've spread it around like a virus. <laughs> so um, that was uh, that was excess. What a cracking song to start I the night that. with. That's a great start. Uh, Liam, Very... you you said off air that it felt like you should be baking yeah. along to that song. More than one fucking Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, making some Yorkshires from scratch. Oh, um, to those bad. those uh, listeners around the the globe, Yorkshire puddings are a main staple 
of mm. uh, British Sunday dinners and particularly Christmas dinners. Uh, and we can't live without them. It's one of them. So that song was It's Starting to Snow by Excess. She is in all the usual places. Um, and you can check her out if, if you want to. Uh, I think she's got some more music up and available to listen to. Um, so have a listen, get on there and see what yeah. she's all about, guys. If you do want to send tracks to us to be featured on the Anger Management <laughs> podcast, you can do. Uh, Liam will tell you exactly where and how. I had to get ready then, I had to get ready. Yeah, you can find us on Facebook and on Instagram, Anger Management Studios, or you can find us on Twitter at Anger Management Pod. Like I say, guys, just send us a message. Uh, just a bit of blur, a bit about yourself, and send us a song through. Just don't send us Spotify links, which, again, this week, we've had Spotify links. What the fuck do you want us to do with them? So, yeah, just send us an MP3 or a WAV yeah. uh, to Anger Management Studios, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And the most important thing is make sure that you own the rights to your fucking song, right? Exactly. Because if CD Baby claim it, I shall just cut it out, right? <laughs> I'm sick Simple. of I'm sick of trying to deal with them, right? So make sure that you've got permission to use your own tracks, right? I'll just cut it out. And get Common rid sense, of it. guys. Sorry, but it's too much mither dudes. <laughs> Although saying that, they did cut out my own song in one <laughs> yeah. podcast. CD Baby claimed my own song that I was using in my podcast. And then when I appealed it, told me that they'd reviewed it and the, the claim still stood. I, and I was like, but 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 that's mine. Yeah, it's yeah. my song. What Like, what? You can't claim it. It's my song. Bastards. Crazy, crazy shit going down. Liam. Yo. We come to you. Oh. I know that one of your biggest gripe in general is social media, yes. right? Um, Christmas brings out the shittest of people. Yes. It really, really <laughs> does. Um, you wanted to discuss uh, the one-upmanship that goes on around Christmas. Fucks me off, guys. Let us know. Like, Christmas just seems to bring out the narcissists in us all. Um, but, like, <laughs> I went to get my hair cut a few weeks ago, right? And this guy was like... Were, were they closed? What? <laughs> what are the clothes? Sorry, mate. No. Um, thanks. Um, I went to get my hair cut, and he was like, oh, I like making conversation this sort of Christmas, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got my girlfriend a new coat out, a new look. It was uh, 30 quid, should have been 60 quid in sale, so I'm, I'm well oh, happy with that. Buzzing. And then I says, oh, what about yourself? Like, you know, trying to make conversation. He says, oh, I've got my girlfriend a Louis Vuitton bag. 150 quid. Doesn't Louis Louis want it back? <laughs> don't fucking know, mate. And this is my favourite. Is that a, is it a design, that? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Design. I only found out what Louis Vuitton was a couple of months ago. I ain't got a clue. Well, I, I, genuinely, because they're doing a film. Is it near that Scooch, isn't it, or something they're doing a film on? I don't know. They're all... This, they're this, all there's this one, and this one will, will blow your mind. <laughs> His girlfriend, who is apparently high maintenance, I don't know. Um, never met the woman. Um, she wants to buy the cat... The cat, a two hundred and fifty pound oak litter tray. Exactly. The cat. The cat, a two hundred and fifty pound oak litter tray for the cat to put shit cat in. shit in. Litter tray, yes. And piss. <laughs> Fucking hell. Absolutely mad. Has the cat asked for this, or you know, <laughs> no. has the cat put it's, this on it, on his Santa list, or or ask, what? What, ask what's Santa, the deal? It's not top cat or anything, is it? No, or, no. Can you can you guys imagine? Can you guys imagine being with a woman who who would say that seriously? Can you can you imagine? Because if my missus ever said that, I'd probably have her admitted to hospital. Yeah. Uh, you'd chuck a straight and yeah, I'd just be like, what, what, are you, what are you talking <laughs> about? Why? I, I just, but it seems, and it's like, comes to Christmas Day as well, guys, and, and, and 
they share stuff on Facebook and I'm for one, I'm just like, just stay off fucking social media for one day. Yeah, people Christmas can't, day. people can't. You know what I mean, guys? Come on. But um, and people will put pictures of what they've got for Christmas and I'm like, nobody gives a shit. You know? The, the, the very, very similar It is for me being a parent is, is the ones that I see of Christmas Eve about 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, mm. kids are asleep, kids are in yeah. bed and they put the inevitable picture up and it's it's almost who can make the pile of presents yeah, yeah, bigger. No, exactly yeah. Bit, yeah. So you start off with one person who's got a little mound up Christmas ready for little Johnny tomorrow. Then the next person's like, Oh yeah, we're ready for Emma and the, the stats Slightly like three, bigger. three three feet higher. And by the time you get to about one o'clock in the morning, there's forty foots worth of fucking presents up the side <laughs> of a fucking wall. <laughs> And you see, you know, people have got like, yeah, I've I've bought bought like three Ferraris for me, and they're all lined up like it's mad, absolute mad one-upmanship. But why though? Why why do people feel they need to do it? Like, I, no I know why, Liam. Do you? Oh, it's is it? probably for attention. <laughs> ding ding. I'm gonna buy us a bell uh, for Christmas. Ding, Liam. There we go. <laughs> there we go. I, I can't, I can't, I can't stand it, lads. It, it, it is all about attention, all about look at me. It's nothing to do with little Johnny's Christmas. It's to do with if I make the biggest pile of presents or I've spent the most money, that makes me more awesome and more people will look at me on social media. Got to get them it's likes. That simple, right? Got to get them, them shares. I've actually bought an, a very expensive present for my son this this year um, because it's something I believe he'll need for the, as he goes through the end of primary school and into high school. Are you about to one-up and us, Andy? I, yeah, but, he's, he's doing it now. What I, was, I what I was going to say is what I shan't be doing okay. is putting it on social media right, okay. at 11 o'clock. If you do that Christmas day, I'm going to ring you. I'm going well, to what, yeah, what I always say yeah, as well is if I was a criminal, right, if I was a burglar, I'd be trolling social exactly. media on Christmas Eve. I'd be sitting outside in a dodgy Jimmy Can Savile wagon, right? Can you imagine if waiting. the Grinch... I'd be waiting for, for the lights to go out. I'd be waiting for them lights to go out, and then I'd get in, and I'd be like, all right, and where's this fucking Louis... What is it? Baton. Baton. Imagine if the Grinch had Facebook. Oh, it'd be, he'd be fucking fucked. buzzing, he wouldn't he? He'd be it'd fucked. be buzzing. He'd know where I go first. Of course Where's he not would. Like, you know? Yeah. Louis Vuitton. Sophie's bought her husband a Ferrari. There it's we go. Very, it's Four very to six strange. Oak Road. It's very strange. It's like the um, it's like the old uh, she said yes pictures. Oh, you know what I mean? Fuck oh, off. She said yes. Luke, I've fucking cheaped out and bought her a salt vinegar Ularoop. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> And then it just go, it escalates and escalates till someone's got fuck it, you know, some kind, something they've nicked off the queen round the finger. <laughs> and I, I sit down, I'm like, again, what, what are you doing? It's just, just this constant, constant attention. But don't you think it's cheesy guys like getting engaged on Christmas Day and all that shit? I'd yeah, sort yeah, of I, understand because then it means you ain't got by a present. There is that. You know what I mean? I ch- cheap out on that one, but it's weird. I, I don't understand people's. Um, People's need to to one up each other all the time, particularly on social media. It's it's weird. I'm I'm perfectly happy to admit my mine and my wife's rings for when we got married cost us six quid each. Six quid. I've I'm, I'm lost I mean, mine it, about it, four times and that replaced it. Is it what was it? White. I oh, yeah. say it's something about titanium white. White. Yes. Bob Ross. Bob Ross, mate. Mighty Bob Ross. I watched a documentary on Bob Ross the night with the missus. It was quite sad. Quite sad what happened to him, and the the bastards who um who promoted him basically stole the company and left him, left his son, 
penniless after he died, oh left God. his son with nothing. Yeah, bastards. He wants to be posted on Christmas, social media. Christmas well. spirit, exactly. Dad. <laughs> I'm a bit of Christmas spirit. I'll give you another bit of Christmas spirit, lads. Uh, I got a phone call this morning um, from a bloke uh, from an insurance company. Okay. Uh, a guy making a claim saying I've reversed into him. Right? It's the guy that blocks my driveway every single fucking week. He parks right outside of my drive so me and my missus can't get out. Right? And because I basically give him a round of fucks, he's now decided to claim that we've reversed into his fucking car. Fortunately, on the night in question, I took a load of photographs of his car because I reported him to the council. Ah. Right? So he doesn't realise, but I went back out and I've got a great big load of uh, photos. So he's a bit fucked there. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was nice of the insurance company ring me three days before Christmas and, yeah. and uh, let me know about Merry that. Christmas. So just cheers, give it a dude. Break. You yeah, know what I mean? Cheers. I was thoroughly expecting when I went for my colonoscopy yesterday and told tell me I had something seriously <laughs> wrong with me. You know what I mean? You've got to have your, your bowel removed, Mr. Seams. So Merry Christmas. Do you want to get insurance yeah, for yeah. that? Have a good one. See you in New Year. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Don't drink, bastards. don't eat, don't smoke, don't do anything. <sighs> Stay in bed all day. Absolute bastards. Here's one I wanted to men- ask you guys, right? This is something quite close to my heart. As you know, I'm a big animal lover. Mm. Animals are, are one of the one of the things I love most in the world, definitely. My top five love animals. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you guys, should pets ever be given as Christmas presents? What are your thoughts, Vainsy? I think for people that can actually look after fucking pets, it's a nice thing. But a lot yeah. of people will get a pet and it'll be like, oh, it's a puppy and whatnot. And then it'll just be fucking trapped like then, shit. Then, it, gro- then it grows and shits no, on the tr- floor. It's, it's yeah. true, though, because like, a lot of people, like, I've always, my, my brother, he's a, he's, he's a twat. He, well, shout out, Ben. <laughs> shout, shout out, Ben. No, shout he's, out he's, ben. A, he's a rogue, Ben. Is, but one thing he's always done is looked after his dogs. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And if people are going to get him for a gift, because it might be a gift like, you know, if someone's lonely or something, it's a, I, you know, I think it's a nice idea because, mm. you know, dogs are like companions of cats. Cats, Spe- cats are twats, aren't they? Yeah, yeah especially in this but, time as well, Vane, as I think well. As long as they're going to be appreciated the whole yeah, life yeah, and yeah. not just for a couple of months or, you know, then I think it's a, it's a nice thing. I mean, if someone, if my mum and dad got me a puppy on Christmas Day, I'd be like, I'd cry. Nudge, nudge, wink, yeah. wink. <laughs> yeah, my mum will not have dogs in the house. She will not have dogs in the house. But no, I don't, I don't know. It's one of them. It's, it's I've, I, I believe that to own pets, you should have to have licenses. Yes, definitely. Yeah, not, yeah, not, yeah. Just, not just at Christmas. You should, but I, I think you should have to have a license to have children as well. But, you know, I'm a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> um, but definitely for pets, you, you, you need to be able to prove that, A, you can financially look yeah, after a pet. Yeah. Um, you should have to prove that you've got the space and the facility. So, yeah. you know, you can't have a giant Doberman if you live in, in a one-room bed yeah, set. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? You, you need to be able to prove these things. And I think it's a travesty that we're in 2021 as a civilised society and you can literally get pretty much any pet you want yeah. and treat them however you want. Well, There's no comeuppance. Even if you get busted mistreating an animal... You got thousand pound fine. That's it. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing at all. I tell you what. If mistreating a dog got you fifteen years in, pres- in oh, prison, no one, no one, no one mistreat no dogs do anymore. No. My mum's got a sixty-eight-year-old tortoise called Boris. Yeah. Boris she, the tortoise. Yeah. She's had shout him for, out Boris. She's had him for about eight years now. And but when before she had him, she had to have like some sort of. She did have to get a license and like, yeah, yeah. people actually came on the house and started like. To see if it but was all for, right. For yeah, exotic yeah, pets, that's they the do. Course. But um, for some reason, popular pets like dogs and cats, they don't do yeah, anything. Because they can sell 
the sh- like they can sell them on for like medicine and stuff like. Oh, I did, I, did, I didn't really, but this like tortoise is you know, obviously he's, he's fast asleep now. <laughs> but I think yeah, I, I agree with you there. It should be, you know, it should be checked out basically because there's a lot of twats out there. Yeah, there's I a th- lot of bastards, should we say? Yeah, you know? I think it comes back think, to that. Well, a lot of people are bastards yeah. to other people. Never mind animals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that saying, isn't it? Like a, a pets for life, not just for Christmas. And yeah, a lot of people like. And, and some dogs like a, a, a gorgeous, absolutely stunning. And like I, f- I think it was on news this week that um, in December alone, 186 dogs have been had to be put into a kennel because they can't look after them. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, why have it in first place? Yeah. And like yeah. you said, ain't it? So it's it's all right when it's small and it's cute and it's cuddly and things like that. But that small cuddly German Shepherd pup grows into a great big dog yeah, or yeah. a husky or whatever it may be. And you've got to look after them, and it's—I just think people are selfish. It's people like, are I assholes. couldn't agree when more. Dogs get put down for biting someone, or mm. you know, it's how the trap. Yeah, exactly. And I always think dogs been abused, and it absolutely—you fucking hell, It's like if you get abused, you, you know, you're gonna you're gonna snap, you, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah, it, it does and go it, down and to it's the it, owners. No matter how soft a dog is, or or a cat, or any animal, people forget. They're animals, right? Yeah. Mm. We are. We're animals as well. You you piss somebody off, or you or you push someone to the brink, and they'll snap. They will react. Yep. And a dog, a dog or a cat hasn't got morals to guide it, yeah. right? It doesn't sit there thinking, oh, if I bite that person's finger off, that's probably a bad thing to do. But you piss it off, it'll bite your finger off, yeah, no matter exactly. how soft the dog <laughs> might be, right? So I always think to myself, a lot of these times, it's, yeah, you know, no one wants to see people getting bitten by dogs, but, you know, don't put yourself in a position where you get bitten by yeah, a if, dog. If you know living, what I mean? If don't li- break into someone's house and yep. then fucking sue him because you've been bitten by the dog. <laughs> I hope it bites your fucking ball sack off, And personally. then once it put down, it's fucking arseholes. People are just... Yeah, well, I mean, in situa- situations like preps. that, they yeah. should actually get the fucking burglar and just lock him in a room with said dog. You know what I mean? There you go. Yeah. So he's out out now, you fucker. Bastards. <laughs> but I'm not sure. On, on the whole pets for Christmas, I honestly aren't sure. I've never bought a pet for Christmas. No, Even never. though I'm Same. a big... Big animal lover. I've never bought yeah. anyone a pet for Christmas. And I, I don't think I would. I don't think I would do it. It, it. It's something I see so many of these, you know, in January, you see mm. so many of these dogs and cats and that that have been mistreated. And I, I don't think I I'm would. Ju- I'm thinking it from my point because if I were bought a pet for Christmas, I'd fucking be, I'd be buzzing like it. So, but then again, like I say, it's, it's if they get looked after. It's not just for Christmas. Exactly. I, I, suppose, yeah. I suppose the way, in answer to that, Vainzy, <coughs> I could buy myself a pet for Christmas yeah. because I know that I'd look after my pet, yeah. right? But I don't think I'd buy a Have pet you... for somebody else no, as a gift, no, no. right? Because apart from, you know, probably your, your missus or your mum or your dad or whatever, you, you, wouldn't, you don't really know people well enough to know whether they'd look after a pet, mm. do you? Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'd I get, get one for myself, but I wouldn't get one for somebody else as a Christmas gift. I think that's where I Have you ever I bought stand. yourself a gift for Christmas? I buy. I always buy myself Do stuff you? for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I haven't oh. this year. I've actually, I've actually sold a guitar to finance the laptop that I've bought for for the little one. Because oh. normally I would buy myself a guitar, <laughs> but um, I, I've got so many I never play them all anyway. And I, I, I got rid of that to get the thing that I know my son That's wants nice. and That's needs. Yeah. So, That's nice. yeah. um. Check out Christmas Eve, lads. It'll be up there social That's media. That's it. Yeah. Big, big stack of laptops gonna... up back of the wall. <laughs> 
I might like, just, like kicking out time at I PC might just, World. I might just purposely buy some cardboard boxes and wrap them and then stick it on Facebook, like pile it up to the ceiling. I remember, I remember, I used to go out with a girl down the, down the road. Um, me, 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 you, do you like, you know, Raza, don't you? You know, Chris, Raza. Vicky, Vicky Walden's family, Chris. Oh, of course I do. No. Well, I'll anyway, go. anyway, me and Chris used to go out with two sisters years and years ago, and we were at their house on Christmas Day, uh, their family's house years ago, and uh, everyone's opening gifts. I always remember Razzy, <laughs> Razzy, bringing in this box half as wide as this studio, Jesus two meters high. And we're all like, has he got like a fucking rugby team in there or something? <laughs> it was massive. Anyway, Vic fucking opens it up, opens it up. Anyway, there's a fucking extra box inside. And she has to fuck it. Anyway, fucking three hours later, Get she's whittled it down box. to a fucking yeah, box. Like it. had put a fucking crisp in there. That is ultimate. That's fucking mental. She spent that, three that, hours yeah, opening it. It's fucking great. That's ace. He that's... put something terrible like half a walker's pickled onion crisp what or something in there. It was genius. Ultimate shit housery that. Yeah, that proper, he didn't get us something proper like, but we were all in bits. <laughs> Absolute bit. Yes. We might as well carry on in that uh, in that vein. See, boom, ba boom, ding. Um, best. What's the we we did do? What's the best birthday present you've had? Oh yeah, ever, we did that last, last week. week. Yeah, we did. But what's the best Christmas present you've ever had? Oh fucking hell, Steve. I can I can tell you exactly what mine is. I know what mine is. You guys probably won't have heard of it, but I can tell you what it is. It's something called. This is probably about 1987. Right, and there was these toys out called Manta Force, right? And it was a great big ship, oh, like no. a, like a triangular shaped ship, and it was about this deep. So for those listening, about a foot and a half deep, yeah. right? About two and a half foot wide and long, and you could open it, and the whole top came off, and inside were about twenty smaller. Ships, spaceships, <gasps> and land vehicles, and everything. Oh, mate. Yeah, but you could open them up and put all the men inside yeah, the little yeah, yeah. men that were about the size of a jelly baby man. Oh. Right? Oh, it was the greatest thing ever. But the best thing about it, I had the good guys one, right? And my best mate, Fent, shout out Fent, he had the bad guys <laughs> one. Oh. So I went round this on Boxing Day, took my man's force, had a handle on top as well, you could carry it. Took it, mate, we had the greatest <laughs> plane session of all time. It was so mint. If you're going to go, uh, for me, now, thinking Manta about Force, toys and stuff like that. listeners. I remember the Hulk hands. Oh, the great right. big foam green. And, uh, thin, like you, like you, Sheldon you think, has you think the big yeah. yeah, yeah. Literally yeah. those. I mean, I just remember uh, how happy I was that I got these fucking Hulk hands. And I also, another one is the Tracy Island. Oh, oh Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. just like, you know. Real uh, one, or did you get Blue Peter make it for you? <laughs> Another great I one. I, another great <laughs> one I had was again back on the bike from when I finally replaced that bike I had mm. for my birthday. I was telling you about. I got it. I got an orange and blue mountain bike with gears. With gears, mate. This was like 1990, so gears were a bit yeah. more gears. You had the bigger your penis was basically yeah. <laughs> at that age. Is it like uh, the louder your car is now, the bigger your penis? Yeah, 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 same, yeah, same, yeah. same deal. But it had because you didn't really get bikes with gears for kids back yeah. then, and it had five gears. My bike did, and I was so so chuffed all day. And then Boxing Day, my mate Matthew Gingell came down, and he'd had one with 21 fucking gears on it. 21 oh, gears. God, and I was like, I, know. I was mortified. Wrap Absolutely it mortified. 
I was like, I can't <laughs> fucking believe this. Five <sighs> gears and he's got 21. I, I had a Mongooseville in BMX. I was about 14. And I remember going on the skate ramps after like Boxing Day and the fucking first thing I ever done on it was fall off. And fucking scraped all the handlebars. Oh, and I remember no. my dad getting fucking psycho at me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I wanted to go on the ramps like a day after Boxing Day when it's fucking freezing and shit like that, but yeah, it seemed like a good idea. I think for me, mine was uh, it was like completely unexpected as well. Was um, my girlfriend bought me the PlayStation Virtual Reality headset? Oh yeah, like got me that for Christmas and I had Did no you watch clue. Porn on it. Yeah, you can't watch porn on it now. Stop, stop talking about naughty things on a Christmas <laughs> podcast. Can I, can I borrow it? Children um, listening. If, if my girlfriend's watching, no, I've never watched porn in my life on that headset. Why would you even suggest that? If she's not watching, yes, I have definitely watched it on the headset. You could blend in with that. <laughs> I yeah, know, mate. Going, you've gone super <laughs> red, God, mate. Honestly, what's happening? Yeah, what's happened getting, to you there? Warming my arms up. Um, but yeah, it was the PlayStation VR headset with the... Uh, and controllers, and I'm not really not selling this with a porn aspect. Not like, really, honest, mate. Not really. But it was amazing. I, I bought one of them VR headsets for the PlayStation. I thought it was crap. I'll be oh, honest mate, with you. I loved it, it just made you sweaty and minging, and <laughs> I couldn't see half the times. I get sweat in my eyes. Well, no, it's not. I think it needs a lot of uh, a lot of work before it catches on big time. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I agree, but I, I enjoyed it. We're going to have another song, lads. Ooh, okay. We're going to have a song by one of my bands. It's going to be... Drumroll. Save Me by Storms and Sunrises. This is Good off uh, my side project band. We're trying to play stuff that's a bit chilled tonight, mm, okay. with it being Christmas, okay? So this is a song that was written by myself and my little boy, Joey. Oh. And he's only... He's nine now. He was eight when we wrote this song. And he helped me. He's got a co-writing credit on it. He also sings um, in the middle eight. He does a little bit of singing. And it's a duet. So the female part is sung by my sister, by my little sister, who's 17 now. Um, And she actually plays the violin on it. She's a classically trained violin player. And she's uh, an opera singer. So Ah. um, it's got my sister and my son and myself. Um, So this is the, the third track on our EP that came out two weeks ago. Um, the song's called Save Me. band is called Storms and Sunrises. Before we go into it, oh, Steve... Oh, hang on, hang on. Liam's got something. I have got something to say. If you haven't listened to it yet, where can we find it, Andy? Oh, you can find it in all the usual <laughs> ah. places. It's on Spotify, Facebook, Tidal, YouTube, all those kind of streaming facilities. Um and it's, I think it's, I think it's like three quid. So then, if you want to, if you want to download it and, and keep you, it, I'll just a few you. quid. Thanks, I'll mate. Thanks, you. mate. Yeah. We've we've got great, great, uh, great feedback so far. This is my side project band, not my main band, and uh, something that that we did to be a little bit more political, a little bit more serious. But it's gone great. We've had loads of good feedback. So um, tell us what you think. This is an acoustic style song, though. This one is so it's a lot more chilled, a bit more, a bit more chilled for Christmas. Like it. Let's have a listen. Storms and sunrises. Save me. There we go. Thanks, mate. It's all right. Save me. Save me.
trust has disappeared And our hatred brings the evil that we feared And our dreams they slip away You're touching my hand when I Welcome back to the Anger Management Podcast Christmas Special with me, Andy Stevenson. Me, Liam Simcox. And me, Vainsy. Vainsy, give us a tinkle. There it is, Christmas tinkle. Love a Christmas tinkle, especially when I've had 10 pints. Behave. So you've just listened to um, my other band, my second band, uh, Storms and Sunrises, with the song Save Me. Guys, hit me with uh, with the judgment. Loved it. Absolutely loved it before. Like like I was saying before, like we've listened to it um obviously before it went live. And like for me it's the blend of opera and like 
the vocal your vocals and like when your son sings as well and like i've made no secret on this podcast that i think your son is an absolute fantastic singer and i'm not just saying you. that like i genuinely do believe it's fantastic. That for you is a proud song as well. Yeah, you of course. Your sister, it, it, your is, son, mate, it is, mate. You want to see my dad when my dad starts tearing up and he listens to it. Yeah, it's just, I, yeah. Talented. But it, it's something that's that's a little bit different, something that I've wanted to do for a while because my sister is very, very talented. She's a pianist, violin player and opera singer. And she's only 17 and, and she's she's wonderful. She's she's a classical musician, whereas I'm not. So the, the juxtaposition and the, the combining of the two different styles of musician i wasn't sh- quite sure how it was going to work yeah, but yeah, i think yeah. it i think it sounds really it works good. very well i i'm pleased with it anyway we've had some tremendous feedback um so so all in all i'm i'm very pleased that 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 was the direction i took for that song so um yeah pleased again you can uh, find storms and sunrises in all the usual places there are links on the anger management facebook page and on the anger management youtube page uh, you can just visit there and find both of my bands actually plastered all over there yeah. um we're always trying to direct traffic in different yeah, ways yeah. you know how it works just helping out like small yeah uh, i'm not a social media well. person but it but you, you you just have to do it when you're an artist these days you, you don't really have much choice you you've, you've got to do it so um, I would appreciate it massively. Anybody who does want to have a listen and give us a, a comment or a like or um, anything like that. Those of you who want to send your own music in to be featured on the Anger Management Podcast, Liam will tell you right now how you can do that. <laughs> Cheers, Andy. You can get in touch with us on Facebook and on Instagram, Anger Management Studios. Or you can find us on Twitter at Anger Managed Pod. Like I say, guys, just send us a message, a bit of blurb, your, uh, your name, obviously. And uh, just make sure you're on the rights to this song. Send us an MP3, WAV, anything like that. Just don't send us Spotify links because I promise you now we will not listen to them. They will go straight in the bin. In the bin. And you've wasted your time. So I'll yeah. tell you the reason why, in case you're wondering, right? We have to be able to download the song to put it into our podcast, and we can't do that with a link to a streaming exactly. service. Okay. I don't know what he wants to do with it. So you, you've got to value your, your own music enough to send us an actual MP3 or WAV. Thank Stop you. being lazy. Yes. Basically. the song. Stop being bowing. <laughs> Simple as that. Lads, in the news recently, we all know Boris. <laughs> oh, God. Boris <laughs> and his mates have been having a few piss-ups, haven't they? Right? Vainsy, this pissed uh, you it, off it did. big it fucking, time. It proper pissed me off. It really did. It's just such hypocrite. They are like that. That what first lockdown was hard for a lot of people, yeah, wasn't it? Like you know, especially the first few months. Well, if I was saying that, a lot of people were like, "Hey, I'm getting paid eighty percent for doing fuck all." I was. I won't lie. I was like, "Fucking hell!" Sam. I was mortified. You, you were. Yeah, that's, I still that, am. You know, it's, it's in your industry. When, when the inevitable like, happens fucked. next week, I mean, we're locked down at the moment in my uh, industry, uh, it, but it's locked down by stealth. It is the best way I've heard it being described. We're we're locked down from. The government know that if they officially lock us down, they're going to have to give us some compensation, yeah. right? But at this moment in time, I've had almost all my work in December. My busiest month has gone, yeah. completely disappeared. So instead of having 20 gigs, I've had four, Good right? Hell. Gone, Good everything. And it's the same for everybody. anyone in hospitality, anyone in tourism, anyone in, in, in entertainment. And we're at the point where the government know what they're doing. They know if, if we're locked down, they've then got to give us some form of compensation because we can't go to work. At this moment in time, you own a restaurant at the moment, 
No, nobody's going because everyone's shit scared of dying mm. from something that kills nobody. Yeah. But any, anyway, we won't get deep into COVID. We don't get deep into COVID no, on, on no. this podcast. We'll try and be more lighthearted. It did crack me up, though, it's... how Boris Johnson and the Conservative Party, and not just the Conservative Party, the, all the different parties, we know full well now that they've all completely ignored their own advice, yeah, right? which is what fucks people off. And, it, and you have to ask the question there, right? You have to ask the question of, so... How scared were you then of this thing that's killing everybody? What what do you know that we don't know? Well, that's, right? that's when you because, start going into conspiracy. Because if into I'd made up if I'd made up rules to stop people going to work and leaving the houses because there was something that was going to kill them, and then I ignored those rules, I would definitely know something more than yeah, everybody yeah, else yeah. didn't, right? That's that's not conspiracy, that's logic, yeah. right? Yeah. And it just like you, Vainzy, that pissed me off so fucking... I didn't see my son for fucking six weeks, right, when that first shit... Because he just... He lives with me, but he just happened to be at his mother's, yeah. right? So I didn't see my son for six weeks, six fucking weeks, right? And I, when I saw all that fucking... All that shit that comes out about them twats having... cheese, yeah, Oh, we're not, no, no, we're not we're not partying. We're just having uh, three bottles of wine and some cheese. Uh, that just fucking sure looks like a party to me, mate. Yeah. Okay. Just make sure you go out all the back need, door. That's it. All you need is some fucking strippers on the table, <laughs> you bastards. And I and I sit there and I'm like, nah, that's just fucking bullshit. I slipped, that is. In, I slipped over, tripped down the wine cellar and just thought, oh, I may as well do it while we're there. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, jolly yeah. good. Fuck off. What, you what? Absolute knob. So, so of all recent news, that one has pissed me off a lot. Yeah. And I, you know, and I love a good Christmas party and I love a good New Year's party. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um. I'm always too drunk to remember. And but I don't think either. those will be happening this year. I don't think even what, even, even a trip even to the Christmas? pub, even a trip to the pub. I, I don't. I think most people are so are shit scared still. And the the proofs in the pudding, proofs in the Christmas pudding. Hey. Hey. That people aren't going out. The the reservations are, are being cancelled, or some people are too wanky to even bother cancelling them and just don't turn up. Yeah. And I I, I my shows in the last in the last month. Have gone from being relatively normal to mm. there being nobody there. There's nobody there because no one's going for a pint. Nobody's going to the restaurants. Nobody is going out because they've all been. And I said this 18 months ago, Liam, if you remember. Yeah. And I said, I think it was it might have been on the radio. And I said that eventually governments won't have to make rules about anything at all because the populations of the of the world will be so scared already that they will police themselves. Yeah, they yeah, will yeah. make it's... the rules for themselves. Yeah. So yeah. and and that is what is happening. It's like right a now. long game of chess. It's of very it strategic. Is. Like you know, they're doing. I'm gonna go into conspiracy now. And no, I no, really Chris, want to. Chris it's not Paul like you know, Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you don't know if obviously all they kept people inside for so long now. You don't know if it's like. A bit of a warm-up exercise for what's to come. Well, Summit you know. in the pipeline, exactly. You know, you know what I mean, like... We don't know, we don't know. But I wanted to get on to my own Christmas party and New Year party experiences. I've had some <sighs> great times over the years, lads. Absolutely great. I'll I'll start with one. This is a bit blue even for the Anger Management podcast. Oh, this one is. Okay. Bit of blue foot, lads. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. went... This was Christmas Eve, maybe... 2007, I think, possibly. Uh, Round in Circles just just formed, right? Maybe yeah. maybe it was 2008, possibly. Round in Circles had just formed. 
Um, and we played a Christmas Eve show at midnight, well, half past 11 till half past one in the morning, something like that it was, yeah. full set at the Lamplighter in Cheadle, oh. the Lamplighter pub in Cheadle. And it was chaos. We had loads of other bands came down. There was other bands playing and everything. We were the headline band. I did the sound as well. Bear and in mind, it, can I just say that that pub's chaos without a band yeah, playing? It so, is. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. It is. It's a mad pub. Absolutely <laughs> mad pub. It, it was rocking. There was loads of me, other musicians there. And it, yeah. was, it was fantastic. There must have been 150 people in there in a little place like that. Christmas Eve, it was mint. Absolutely mint. And we rocked and we had a dead good gig. Anyway, we didn't leave till five o'clock in the morning. We, we'd all got pissed up and everything. So I'd just like, leave all the stuff there, forget it after, get it back after Christmas. So I was living with my friend Tim Rushton at the time, Fatty Tim. Shout out to him Shout if you're listening. Tim. Great guy. I'm I'm the best man at his wedding next year. If, if, oh. if he's actually allowed to get married this time. <laughs> so um Tim Tim was living here um with me and, and we're we're great friends, me and Tim are best of friends. Anyway, set off from the pub and uh walked about, I don't know, hundred yards up the road. You know, you get that that feeling that there's a presence behind you, that someone's yeah, I yeah, kept yeah. Having a little look round, yeah, okay. Having a little look round, couldn't couldn't see anyone. I, I was convinced. Santa. I was convinced. <laughs> Santa, I was yeah. convinced. I was being followed. <laughs> yeah, convinced by. Me convinced by. <laughs> Why don't you what about bed? about half a mile up the road? <laughs> and I says, "Youth, we'll go around this. We'll go around this corner, and we'll hide in the in the alleyway, like." So we 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 dived in this alleyway, and then. 20 seconds later, this bird fucking comes walking. She'd been watching us at the pub. I'm not going to mention names, right? Oh, because right, this, okay. this could be very embarrassing. So oh, I'm not right. going to mention names. Um, and she was following me and Tim, right? On her own? On her own. Yeah, okay. we knew we knew her. Don't get oh, me right. wrong. Okay, we we okay. already knew her. <laughs> okay. this, this wasn't like a bird, just some, some complete special brew. Was you know, it, we, was it being, <laughs> we weren't being followed down by a can of tenant super, fortunately. Oh, yeah. So... I turned around and we'll call it, let's call it Kate for argument's sake. Sharon. Okay, Sharon's <laughs> yeah. a bit. I was going to say with Sharon. Fine, we'll go with Sharon. So I turned around and I says, what, what are you doing, Sharon? And she was pissed up. And I'm like, what are you doing, Sharon? She's yeah. like, oh, I'm coming back to your house. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, it's, it's, it's Christmas morning at this point. Yeah, yeah. It's five o'clock in the morning. It's coming light on Christmas morning, right? I was like, no, no, you're not, right? We're, me and Tim are going home. Tim's going his, his mum's in the morning. I'm going my... I've got a bit little up. He was about 13 at the time. So I was like, no, you're not. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, normally I, you could probably come back, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but I no, get it's that. Christmas morning. She says, oh, I've, I've got nowhere else to go. And she lived up, like, lived in Cheadle. I was like, well, go, go home. You go, oh, yeah, but I'll wait me more. I was like, not coming back. You Don't give a shit, like. Absolutely not coming back at all. So we off we walked, and she didn't leave. She followed us 20 yards behind. We come all the way through, up past the arse. We took Butler's Hill. We got, went down Frog Hall Road, mate. She kept coming, kept coming. And we were just ignoring her, but she wasn't walking with us. She was walking twenty yards, but you know, like when when got you know Gollum in in Lord of the Rings. Yes. Yeah, you obviously you do, <laughs> right? You know how he's like constantly creepily following hobbits. That's what it felt like, right? <laughs> Calling myself a hobbit. Okay, see. <laughs> I was <about to> say. <laughs> Shout out, Fee. <laughs> the whole hobbit. Anyway, we get up to the top. You know where the gas little gas unit is, where it always smells of gas up the top of top of Shore Park Road. 
you drive past and you're like, oh, is a gas, gas smell. Rest. Yeah, further yeah, up, further yeah, up, right, no. just right at the top of the hill here. Yeah, right yeah, at the top yeah. of the hill. So she's, and I turns round to Flatty Tim. You, you walked and I, all the way from, you walked up here. Just walk walk up here every every Fucking weekend, Friday and Saturday. <laughs> Mate, I used to walk back from the place in Anley. It used to take four hours. Hardcore, oh, mate, hardcore. Thinking of it gives me nightmares. So I get, I get up, seat here. I get up top there, and I says to Tim, "Mate, we're gonna have sort. She can't like come back. We have to sort her we're out. We're gonna sort her out." <laughs> and Tim, and Tim says, "Oh, I'm not, oh, I'm not speaking to you. If I do, oh, I'm going, I'm going home." So he, I said, "Right, I'll sort it, mate. I'll sort it." So I turn round. Right. She followed you all this way. Grabbed hold of it, and she's pretty fit. Don't get me wrong. Right. Grabbed hold of it. Good old Sharon. And I stripped her naked in the middle of the street, in the middle of Shaw Park Road, right? <laughs> and I used a cat's eye as a pillar for her, like that. And I did the business right in the middle of Shaw Park Road at five o'clock in the morning on Christmas morning. Merry 2008, Christmas! Right? For about 20 minutes, right? And she just... Cold. Don't lie, it weren't 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it, felt, it, felt, it was cold, mate, so it did feel like a lot longer than it probably was. And um, I got up, and she says, um, she says, right, Matt, I'm going to stay at yours then. And I just looked at her, and I just legged it, just legged it down the road, sprint, sprinted off. I remember getting back, Tim was already home, and uh, Tim was like, what did you do? I was like, I just sorted her out, you, you know. <laughs> and... Uh, we were chatting for a couple of minutes before we went to bang on the door. It's like, oh, right, here we go. Bang on the window. Me and Tim just turned the lights out and pretended we weren't there. Were it? Don't tell me it were her. It was her, yeah. Fucking she she followed hell. us all the way back from Cheadley. So, all the way back. So what did she do? Did she just want a good tuppage? Yeah. I, like I, she I, was I saying to you she wants a good tuppage. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was it. Proper proper tupping, yeah. A proper that. Christmas tuppage. That is a bit blue. Christmas But it was, yeah, it's a bit blue. But I, I wasn't, di- I wasn't disgusting about it. Then. Yeah, I, yeah, I tried yeah. to be okay about it. But I always remember thinking, like, why would you not want to go back to your own, your own yeah, house, your own family, and stuff like that? It yeah, was, the D. It was weird, mate. It was weird. So um, that was my, that was my 2008 Christmas story. That was. It was, uh, it was fun. Fun and games. It sounds fun. I'm about to say, yeah. I don't think I could top that at all. It was it was a good uh, it was a good night. I'll be honest. The gig was the best bit. If I'm if I'm truthful, <laughs> not for well, her though. But anyway, no. she, <laughs> she moved she moved away not long after that. So uh, I don't know. Maybe oh. I, maybe I just pissed her off. Wrecking joint. Wrecking, Wrecking the joint. Again, yeah. Sorry. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Christmas parties. Baines. Oh. Any good ones? There's 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 a few like, but I think. Christmas, like I said, early Christmas Eve, for me, I love, like, there used to be a thing, like, me and my mates would all meet up around Cheadle, we'd always, like, have shirts and a Christmas tie on, and we'd try to look as stupid as we could, you know, you're meeting <laughs> spoons at fucking, don't know, 10 o'clock Christmas oh, Eve, aye. and then one night, uh, my best mate, Aaron Davies, shout out Aaron, uh, I don't shout know if out you, Aaron. Uh, he, <laughs> he used to live up the road from me in Cheadle, and Reese Gilbert, you know Reese Gilbert, yeah, yeah shout yeah. out Reese. um, we just there was only there was us three left, and we went to midnight mass at St Giles Church. Fucking hell! Right, and I I don't I don't know. Do you know what? It was actually a funny because we went in and we we're just being dicks, like you know, not not too not too dickish, but rowdy in a Catholic yeah. church. But I, I remember oh, walking it, and then 
like blowing the fucking candles out and getting this bread and wine and stuff. And Reese had, had this fucking traffic cone from like all the way down Queen Street, and he just t- he carried it round all night. Oh, you know it's been a good night when there's it, a traffic cone in Oh, fucking hell! And, and he <coughs> he put it back, and he, he he kicked it for some reason and fell fucking straight on his ass. Oh my like, god! And, it, and I remember that night he rode a bike back from my house, like to Kingsley. And I just remember watching him go up past the Texaco and he was like, ah, and then just kept falling off. And <laughs> and then, oh, yeah. So, yeah, there's just that many, like, there's just, like last New Year's Eve, I ran outside, I went round um, my mate's house in Kingsley, Lauren Brandon, shout out Lauren Brandon. Shout out. Uh, and I remember walking outside the door and we had all that snow and it was like black ice everywhere. Oh, yeah. I and I got my iPhone. <laughs> this is that one as well. No case on it, like a penis, yeah. <laughs> Walked out the door. Went, fell, and it, like it was a, like a proper like what you see on a film, like, oh, and, sl- like you yeah. could feel that I could feel the chip still in my elbow, and my oh. elbow for fucking days, <laughs> and my phone smashed, and I just got home next day rough as fuck, and my mum and dad were like, you must have had a good night. I got mud all up my back, and I was like, oh. but yeah. I, I remember, um, I remember going for Chris. It might, but it might have been the night before Christmas Eve. I think I was about seventeen. And me and my mate Gaz, you know Gaz Phillips, yeah, yeah. Um, me and Gaz had gone to the Red Lion in Ipstons, yeah, cracking yeah. pub. And um, I'd gone with my mum and a friend. My mum and a friend had got a taxi back about ten o'clock, and me and Gaz stayed till kicking out time till about two o'clock in the morning. And we we were too young to be in there. It was back then, nineties when no one cared. Ding, nineties mentioned. There that. we go. So they took us how long? And uh, we got plastered, as you do at that age. Because, yeah. you know, you can hack it the next day, can't you? <laughs> so anyway, we walked home. And I always remember, we walked back from Ipstons, and it snowed, full ball snow. It's like, always snows in Ipstons, doesn't it? And it? But in the old days, it used to snow proper, <laughs> like proper thick snow, about three foot deep. And we walked back, and I remember going past some, uh, going past some roadworks in the street, and we commandeered a flashing, one of them flashing amber lights. Yeah, and and um and you know just carry as you I, do. I do have a story. Com- about commandeered one of, that. one of them and, and carried on home. Anyway, we walked all the way back and stayed at Gazi's house. Right, Gazi's neighbour who lived opposite was a miserable, cantankerous old git. Right, her and her husband. I won't say the names again. I think they've passed away now. Well, they will have done definitely. But they were the kind of people who, when we played football in the street, if the ball went on the garden, they'd come out and put oh, a knife in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually put a knife. They were such miserable fuckers. All the, They'd complain about the, how loud your car was, how loud you were skating in the street. They'd complain about it, everything. Can't remember. We'd had a run-in with them the day before anyway. Blah, blah, blah. So I get up in the morning at Gazzy's house. The first thing I notice is the flashing light. It's still going round in the bed. So I open my eyes. And I see, the first thing I see is a great big six-foot-wide road sign that says no smoking on it, right? <laughs> With legs and everything. We must have carried this all the yeah, way back yeah, from yeah. Ipstons, mate. It's got pissed up, right? And I was like, oh, dear, what, what have we done? We must have done no. some stupid things. Like that. So I went to the bathroom, and I'm feeling a bit queasy, a bit hungover-like. So I opened the bathroom window. I'm having a pee. And slowly it dawns on me as I look across the road that on the perfectly manicured lawn of the of the old gits opposite, 
in capital letters was written, fuck off, old cunts. No! <laughs> and then two sets of footsteps all the way to Gazzy's back door through the snow. Oh, and I just no. remember hearing Gazzy's mum going, Gary! <laughs> and I was like, use them off, see you later. <laughs> yeah, you can do that, we said. Legged it, Fuck legged it, yeah. On, on fuck about... off, you old... No, fuck off, old cunts we'd written. With, that wow. we'd drawn with a feet, yeah. On about stealing stuff when you're drunk, and my mum, she'll, she'll watch this straight away, and she'll start a new doubt. Hi, Patty. Shout out, Patty. Shout out, Patty. Every out, time, Patty. Me, and, me and Aaron Davies used to get pissed, yeah, we'd bring something home. Every time. And we used to drink in the Swan, and I used to live next door to the Huntsman. There were coffee signs. It was a fuck. One night, I carried home a massive MOT sign from from. And I don't. My mum, my mum went to me and they say, "How how the frigging have yeah, you? Yeah. Have you bought a wagon for bringing yeah, that?" And it was back. heavy as yeah. fuck. This thing was, and she was like, "Get that, get that away from the house." And it, I was like, "Fucking hell, fight!" Like, where am I going to put this? Yeah, but just, it's just <laughs> I could I could go on for that. Bit. Some, some of the stuff it. I used to bring back. Like, I can was, imagine it, mate. Yeah. Fucking hell. Hey, they were the best days. Getting absolutely lavid. Lads, we're going to have it. We're going to have another song. Um, I wanted to play a track by someone we have featured on the Anger Management podcast before, and that's Billy Liberator. Can you remember Ooh, Billy Liberator? From season one. Season one, and uh, I think he's from up Liverpool Way. Yeah. Billy, uh, you can hear it in his twang when when you when you listen to him sing. Um, he sent me a new. Um, it's from Pete Cole. Pete Cole, you remember Pete? Oh yeah, Pete. Pete, Pete, Pete sent us a lot of great stuff. Last and Pete had asked me to feature Billy again because he's had some new new stuff come out. So I did promise Pete we would play him. So I've chosen a. Um, I've cho- chosen an acoustic song. Um, this time from Billy to try again to fit in with a bit more of a a seasonal yeah, yeah, yeah. a seasonal Chilled. kind of vibe. You know yeah. what I mean? So this song is called "Do I Know You," but it's the acoustic version, oh. and it's very folky. It's a very folky sounding song, and um, I think it's fantastic. I have had a listen to it. It's my kind of thing, my kind of chilled thing. Um, again, I'll give you a quick bit of blurb about Billy. Upbeat acoustic tunes in a folkish vein with punk, new wave, and pop influences underpinning everything. I think that's yeah, yeah. Billy up pretty well. Short, sweet, simple. Short and sweet. Um, very much like me. Ah, so uh, let's have a listen, guys. Um, this is Billy Liberator. Do I know you? The acoustic version. See how it goes. One last stand on a faraway plane, waiting on a disputant that never came. Ten thousand to a man, exiled in the sand. Backs to the wall on a slender spit of land You gotta fight like a boy, you wanna run like a man On the ropes again The horizon feels the same Are you thinking back to Liverpool? The ships as they sailed into the blue What did you see that day? How could you know? Oh, oh
Another descent through the gorse and fern One last march until the eight-mile turn Roses in the road Fever in the bones Boxcars sweeping through the hills at night Riding headlong into the morning light Ten thousand for the ride A hundred thousand by your side and are you thinking back to Liverpool? The ships as they sailed into the blue What did you see that day? How could you know? Stars pale out, disappear from sight The silence of a hill Where voices carry still The story of a boy so long gone from view The tale of a fire and the flames you push through Ready for the ride A hundred thousand by your side Welcome back to the Anger Management Podcast Christmas Special. With me, Andy Stevenson. Me, Liam Simcox. And me, Vainsey. There we go. Absolutely stellar, lads. That was a a great little link, that was. (laughs) Um, That was Billy Liberator with Do I Know You, the acoustic version. Love it. Absolutely love it. It's almost like a bit of of Paul McCartney in you. In your studio. It's fantastic. Love it. Um, Very folky, um, very chilled. Billy, fantastic, mate. Thanks for letting us play your music again. Uh, And Pete, thanks for sending it over. Uh, You guys can all check out Billy in the usual places, Facebook and all that jazz. Um, If you want to send us your music, 
Liam will once again remind you <laughs> how that can be done. Cheers, Andy. Right, you can mate. find us on social media on Facebook and Instagram, Anger Management Studios, or you can find us on Twitter, Anger Management Pod. Like I say, common sense, guys. Just send us a message via an MP3 or a WAV. Don't send us Spotify links, and please own the rights to your music. Absolutely stellar there, mate. Um, Practiced. I would also like to um, tell people about our new mini-series on, oh, yes. uh, on YouTube, which is called Anger Management Therapy. Sessions. Oh, Ooh, we did yes. that well, didn't we? Oh, no, I know. That was good. Anger Management <laughs> Therapy Sessions. It's just basically some short videos and that me and Liam have been doing over the last couple of weeks, uh, anything that tickles our fancy yeah. uh, and we, we start thinking about or even ranting about, we get get the camera out and uh, just, just film it. Go I've, away. I've got a ludicrous hat on on most of those videos. Uh, mine's in the car. One I'm, I'm in hospital, looking like death. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That but um, check them out. It, it does give you an idea of, of some of the subjects we are going to address on the Anger Management po- Podcast later in the week. So um, if you want to get on to YouTube and uh, watch a few of them, give us a yeah. give us a like, give us a comment if you want. And you can also buy us a brew. Oh, Andy. Did like you, that. Did you forget one, mate? I did that, mate. I forgot that completely. Uh, the buyer's a brew. Um, the buyer's a brew. What's the word? Initiative? I, Initiative. I don't know. Yeah. Something like Initiative. that. We'll go with that. Like it sounds that. fancy. Well, the buyer's a brew <laughs> program. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, it's basically uh, just donating money to the Anger Management Podcast because every single penny that mm. we do get donated goes back into the podcast yeah. um, to pay for things like our lovely studio lights and these cracking microphones and to bung Vainsy 50 quid just for coming on. There no, we go. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I about that, you know. <laughs> you still owe me a father from last time. Oh. Do I? Yeah. Do I? Sorry, mate. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, we appreciate every single donation that is made. And uh, it's Christmas, so give generously, you bastards. Yeah, please. Thanks. Hey. We love you, really. Uh, <laughs> guys, I wanted to do our regular section of the podcast, which is the weekly Woke Watch. Oh, this is a popular like section. You should have some sort of jingle. Yeah, though, jingle. We need yeah, to yeah. make one. I'll make one. I'll make one. Make one up. Have, have it some kind of weird, ra- rabid, fake liberal oh, screaming oh, or something like Prime that. Prime Back-esque. It's the weekly woke watch. What is it? On the, on the anger management podcast. What's what's the woke watch? <laughs> Guys, He's back. I'm going to start the uh, weekly woke watch off with strangely a positive news story. <gasps> positive, what? yes, yes, Whoa. indeed. Is this a Christmas miracle? Christmas miracles do happen, <laughs> and this year it has happened in the form of Spider-Man: No Way Home. Oh. Right. We did discuss this before we started recording this evening. Vainz is actually seen it, yeah. so we're not going to put any spoilers out there it's for anybody. It's fucking amazing. Um, I am absolutely ecstatic that this film is doing well because it's the first film out of Hollywood in a shitload of time that has got no woke bullshit going on. None whatsoever. And funnily There's... enough, it's amazing. It's it... amazing, and it sold nine gazillion tickets and made an absolute... Boatload yeah. of money. Uh, 52 million, million on the first sec- day. The yeah, second, the it's the it's third. become the second biggest ever opening week, <laughs> grossing opening oh, week. I, I That's what I second. read. That's what I read earlier. Um, and a, a lot of this, I I believe, 
that a lot of filmgoers and movie audiences are so fucking fed up with having the woke agenda rammed down the throats at every available opportunity, yeah, right? The message. All the fucking time, it's political correctness constantly all the time. And Hollywood and filmmakers have completely lost track mm. of the fact that 99.999% of us don't give a fuck what colour someone's skin is, what sexuality someone is, what gender someone is, what religion or race. We don't fucking care. How many times do we reiterate this on this podcast? (laughs) We don't fucking care. When I watch a movie or I watch a TV show, I want good characters and I want good storylines. That's it. That's it, guys. Don't want anything else. Don't fucking care. I will say, I don't want a cast that is purposefully... As diverse as possible. So, so something that uh, somebody makes a film that's set in Cheadle, right? <laughs> and yet you've got a guy from uh, Mongolia, you've got a guy from Sri Lanka, you've got a guy from the Outer Hebrides, you've got a transsexual from Barnsley. From Barnsley. It's just <laughs> mad. Absolutely. Yeah, you don't like need to shoehorn you know. all this bullshit <laughs> in all the fucking time. You don't need to ram a political message down our throats. We don't want it. We don't care. We'll turn the news on or fucking Facebook if we want that bullshit, mm. right? I want good characters. I want superhero films. I want them to stay true to the comics, yep. right? So. Yeah. If a, if a superhero or or even a minor character is a straight white man, right, cast him as a straight white man, right? If you want a transsexual black person, right, as a character, right, make a new character and yeah, make them yeah, a transsexual black person. I, yeah. I don't care. I've got no but I've got no issue with it whatsoever. <laughs> but give give the transsexual black community enough fucking credit to make an actual character. Write them a character. Write that person a new character yeah, right there. Right? Don't but, just take don't take Mary Jane Parker and yeah. turn her into a black transsexual. D- DC Comics have actually yeah. made a new son of Krypton that is gay. Well, oh, I've seen it. And he's Indian. I've seen it. He's got uh, in, uh, gay and Indian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But why? Did, why? But didn't they do that when with Superman? Superman didn't but, they make Superman gay or something like uh, that not too long Deadpool ago? Deadpool is originally he's not gay. He's bisexual. He'll go with anything. That's what's that, that's what he is in the comics. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, yeah. Again, that's well, fine. That's sticking uh, to the original source. Let's, yeah, let's he's not, not in the films, is he? Yeah. Like? <laughs> why don't we just? Why don't we just stick to the original premise of these characters? Right, James Bond will be next, guys. I'm telling you. I absolutely guarantee James Bond in the next James Bond film will not be a straight white British man, right? Because those are the four things yeah. that are the root of all evil, right? So us, <laughs> basically, <laughs> right? And I don't I don't understand. And again, people can fucking say I'm racist. They can say whatever the fuck they want, but you're fucking wrong. I'm the opposite of racist because I don't fucking care. I just want new characters for new people. Do, yeah. do, do you understand it's what like I'm saying? It's like many times we've said this on this podcast, don't we, Andy? It's like you are what you are at end of the day, but like if you're forcing your views, your opinions, your beliefs, your sexual f- preferences onto us, that makes you in the wrong. Not, yeah, exactly. Not, not you, if you're gay, bi, transgender, or you identify as a fucking wheelie bin... Don't matter. That's don't your care. choice. Like I'm, I'm happy for you, mate. Like Fair play well, to I'm you. I'm not even look. happy for him because I, I don't care for him. Yeah, I but, don't what, care. But you don't need because, to force it on us. Because I believe that what colour or race or gender or what... I, I, it doesn't define who you are no, as a exactly fucking person, not. right? Yeah. So I don't care what, what you are. I don't fucking care. What I do care about is taking characters that I love from different media universes, right, and fucking them up. 
right? <laughs> I don't want them to be fucked up. I don't want them to be how they should be. And yeah, like yeah, I say, yeah. if you want somebody to be a, a fucking a half Geordie black alien fucking Santa monster Claus. from... Where, Write it as a new character. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just do it as a new fucking character. There was a half Geordie. Oh, I, I don't know no, what no, I was coming out with. No, no, that, that was you were on a on a roll there. Fuck yeah. knows. I, I was struggling there, but it, it's it's crackers, lads. So my weekly woke watch for this week is that I am so glad that Spider-Man is doing well because Peace. they've dispensed with all the fucking Love bullshit, it. and it. everybody has come out in the droves and voted with the feet. There we go. It's got universally good reviews because it simply con- concentrates on on paying homage to to fans of, of Spider Man. Yeah. A good story, good characters. That's it. That's yeah, all yeah. we want. It's fucking amazing. There, there you go. There we go. There you go, oh, Hollywood. Go That's it. how you do. It. There you go, world. It. Crack on. I, I did cry three times through it. Is it what that a guy? Is it? Yeah, there's a lot of tear jerkers in it. And then there's been times I was like, Fucking hell, yes, get in, like you know, you, you yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It, it's dead nostalgic. Like, obviously, we were a lot younger than Steve over here. Like, when, oh, the, when well. the first Spider Man came out, like, <laughs> but no, honestly, I, I, I would literally go back and I'd go watch it again. I went on my own on Saturday night. I like, remember, I would, I, I, I would, I, I remember the first. The original Spider-Man's from the seventh, from the seventies. Yeah, I, yeah. So they'd be. I had a couple of them on VHS in the early eighties, and it was literally a bloke in a Halloween VHS. costume swinging on a white rope. So the you'd deals, see him like Jesus. come down off a building, and you'd be like, oh, "I could make that drop. It's five foot yeah. off a rope, like, like you're in the gym at school." You know what I mean? You're um, fine. But uh, yeah, Spider-Man. Thank you uh, for making that film. Yeah. Really, really pleased. Liam, did you have a, a, a woke watch for this week? Uh, funnily enough, Andy, it comes back to um, not the last episode of the Angle Merch podcast, the the one before. And I think it was Joe Allen that was on the show at the time. And uh, Shout out Joe. Yeah. And uh, it was talking. The real Joe Allen. The real Joe Allen. <laughs> uh, the Welsh Perlow, as it Warrington used to say. Warrior. The Warrington Warrior. Warrington oh, Warrior. What a. I don't know. Anyway, um, and you were talking about it way back then, a few months ago, about the decline in comedy. And obviously, obviously, yeah. we live in a world where there's, you know, it's woke and the message needs to be implemented in everything, and you can't say this and you can't say that. And and Joe, even even fact, you can't yeah, say fact. Yeah, and like, never mind comedy. And Joe was very concerned about it. And then I think it's um, it's a politician or someone like that that's come out this week and just reiterated what Joe was saying on the podcast four months ago. And it's like, I mean, fair enough if she listens to that. Probably, probably watches the podcast. Yeah, she uh, probably does, does, you know. Buys a brew. On the way down in street. <laughs> yeah. Puts podcast on and says, right, there's me, there's me material for today. <laughs> That's it, sorted. Um, but yeah, and, and, it's, and, it, and it's right, though. It's right. And like what we were saying a few months ago, and, it's, and she's come out today and says, like, it's the woke brigade or whatever you want to call it of, of like touching on comedians and stuff like that and and they can't say this and they can't say that and I, and I do feel for upcoming comedians I do feel for well, it's, it, it, I think it's it's the hardest job in the world yeah. being a stand up be comedian yeah. it must be an hard job getting into so you imagine exactly. now imagine oh. being a stand up comedian oh. now where it's that hard still but you can't actually tell any jokes either and like you know surely I mean? yeah. comedians yeah. as well like I, I don't know I've I've never been one but like surely you must pass by the stage manager or manager or whoever it may be, what material you're going to be talking about, yeah, and really... it's up to them to be like, well, you can't say this or you can't say that, and and then you've gone from having 100% of your material down to 40% in a two-hour slot. 
it's not Bonkers. gonna work. Yeah. It's not gonna work. And for me, that guys is And it's only going south, Liam. It's, as well. Exactly. It's only gonna get worse. And, and like we're just saying, like I do feel for comedians that like have, have got it hard and, and the same like like performers and bands and musicians, they've got to earn their living as well. And if they can't go on stage and do their act or yeah. gig or whatever that may be, they're gonna be stuck in square one. Shocking. It's it's a bad time for people at the moment. Um and Christmas can um, perk us up a lot mm, some of, of the, some yeah, of the yeah. time. I, yeah. I think that is when, even again, even though I'm not a religious person, I'm not a big Christmas person, it can really, really help people. But conversely, I wanted to get on to something you wanted to talk about, Vainsy, which Christmas can also have the opposite effect mm. yeah. sometimes with people. Christmas can be a very, very lonely and difficult yeah. time for some people. Yeah. Vainsy, this is something you wanted to touch on. Tell yeah, us a little bit. It is, yeah. Um, Obviously, this the whole world is like discovering mental health is more mm. popular nowadays, and it's you know you, you see things about men get sad too and stuff like that. And I, like re- recently, I have had a I've had a tough time, like you know, um, and I know people that have as well. Um, but I, what I wanted to get on about is about obviously it's, it's something that everyone goes on about speaking out. Now. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, me personally. Like the, the past couple of years, my head's been like all over the place, and mm. I've been on antidepressants and stuff like that. And I've done like the start of this year, I started counselling. Now, personally, me after do took me eighteen months to actually agree to do it. But, yeah, but per, at least like, you've got to that. Personally, point. if if anyone uh, who suffers or not can get like the chance to do counselling. I, you know, I'd think everyone should have counselling. Yeah, I think yeah. it's like, a, you know, a basic, and it, and it should be a basic right. Yeah, yeah, yeah because say, yeah. It, 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 it does teach you how to do because everyone gets down, you know. Yeah, of course. You know, absolutely, yeah. You know, like, the state he's been in late, I didn't think he was alive, like, a couple yeah, of weeks yeah. ago. Like, I'm joking. I know you're like <laughs> Um But, yeah, so it's like, with, with the whole mental health thing, it's, you know, whoever listens to this, you might have Ugandan people that suffer with it and, you know, yeah, you probably yeah. will everywhere, everywhere. Or Canadians or whoever that Everywhere in the world. Um, Barnsley. Barnsley. We've always been huge proponents of, of mental health on the Anger Management Podcast and on our, on our radio show, mm. Liam. And we, we this, we're not professionals no, at the end no. of the day. All we can offer is is an ear, really. Yeah. And we will say again, as we've said many times, anybody who is struggling during the festive period, we know it can be a shit time, especially if you're on your own or maybe you, you know, haven't got access to your children or your health's poor or you've you've lost a loved one or, or you're really, really skint as everybody puts the pictures on, on Facebook with the presents <laughs> piled up the side of their house <laughs> and, and, and you <laughs> haven't got a fucking pot to piss in, yeah, right? Yeah. It yeah. can be a very, very stressful time. And all we can offer is an ear. You can get in touch with us, with me yeah, and yeah, Liam. Exactly, yeah, in, yeah. In a multitude of places, you can drop us a comment, you can drop us a message, you can yeah. you can request uh, request a subject that we we talk about. And anything that we can help with, I know it's not much, but we, we are here to, to do what we can. Yeah. I've suffered with mental health, Same. particularly the last... The last two years, I've never, I have to be honest, I'm not one of these people that claim, oh, I'm this, that, or the other, but my mental health has deteriorated a lot in the last two years, thanks mm. to the madness of, of COVID and the restrictions placed on us. I've always classed myself as quite a, a strong person mentally. Yeah, yeah. And the last two years have taken it out on, taken it out of me. And if they've taken it out of me, 
I can only imagine what they've done to people who've struggled yeah. with their mental health in the first, before COVID ever happened. So all I can say, guys, is is let us know if there's something yeah. we can talk about or something we we can say or do to help you. Yeah. Get in touch. And Same, guys. We'll like, like I say, we are we do laugh and we do joke and we do take the piss and have banter and things like that. But yeah, we don't laugh. get in touch if you can't <laughs> have, <laughs> having the piss <laughs> taken out of you. <laughs> honestly. But we're not the right people. No, then. but we are big advocates for mental health and of especially for like men as well because we we sort of feel like it's not spoke about enough. And there's yeah. always this Absolutely. macho bullshit like, of man up and bottle yeah. your things in. And, and don't get me wrong, guys. You... Sometimes I think we do need to. I I have to tell myself that as yeah. well. Sometimes, sometimes you you have to sit there and you have to go. I feel shit, but you know what? I've got other people that are relying on me. I've got my children or my wife or my family. And sometimes Mm. you've got to say, yeah, I feel like tossing at the moment, but I'm going to fucking get yeah. through it. Yeah. Because no one helps you. There's, there's no one gets through it for case. you. You have to do it. Yeah. You've you got to help yourself. You have. Of course. That's that's like... I'm, I'm a firm believer, Vainty, that if you cut, you've got to put yourself first. And yeah. I know And there's people, a way of being selfish. Exactly. It's a right way. Into yeah. like, you know, Pe- people will listen to this and think, oh, that's selfish and stuff like that. But if... The way I see it is if you can't look after yourself, you how can you look there. after anyone else? Exactly. Absolutely. And that's and a fucking that's a very bold statement what my dad says and he's always said to me, how you if you can't look after yourself, how the fuck do you expect and, and to like, look after anyone else and that's and, and, and it's a fair point. I like it and I'm a firm believer and I stand by it, Vainsy, and I'm sure you'll understand, but you're sure from Yorkshire. That's it, man. But uh, but Aren't you, all Yorkshire people racist? Or is oh, that just uh, cricketers? If you're from Barnsley, if, you, you're, if you're a Yorkshire <laughs> cricketer, you're racist. Away with it. Well, obviously, guys, they, um, and I think obviously with this podcast as well, and I think if it puts a smile on one person's face or you listen to this and it makes you laugh or it makes you chuckle or it makes you think, you know what, that's brightened up my day, that then that we've done our job. It's we've worth done our it. Bit. It's worth it. It's, End it's, of day. I think it's one of the reasons that, that I get so much out of doing this podcast is is we do have quite a few people listen to it over the different platforms. And I, I, I like to think that, yeah, we're not, we're not professionals. No, we're not, of course we're not. not. We're not on BBC Radio One or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> but I like to think that, that the feedback we get, and yeah. I've had I've had a lot of messages of people saying brightened up my day. It's yeah, same, me. same. You, yeah, just I mean, from, I, just I, from I, Vainsy. Vainsy's messaged me so many times. Yeah. Saying, I've had the podcast on in the van. It's yeah, brightened up. I've, I've been like, away driving yeah. round and, you know, it, 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 do I have a fucking right giggle with you two yeah. no bad fucking talking shit it. all the time and it's, it's like <laughs> people look forward to it and like, like yourself ain't to like amount of messages we've had since we asked you to come on yeah. I've been like I can't wait to be back I'm looking forward to it and yeah, I think, yeah. and, and that's the effect that with like I, I personally like to think that we have on people and like if you are really struggling and, and like our handsome mugs and our soothing vocals aren't enough there are professionals out there that there you can is. get help from, and there are numbers that you can call. Yeah, there are do, people you can you contact. You just have to wait six months to get an appointment unless you've got COVID. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> That's but, yeah. the only problem. But just give them a call, and uh, I'm sure they can help. It is always it's always worth a call. Like, it's you, yeah, it's, it's basically with messages. Don't be afraid to reach yeah, out. Because I've, I've done it. When like, you don't reach out, things get worse. I, don't yeah, they? I, I did it last year. You, you had a struggle last year, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. With, yeah, with and stuff. like I'm not. I don't suffer with depression or anxiety or anything like that. I get stressed, but who doesn't? And yeah. like last year, at the height of lockdown, I think it was, and we touched on this uh, on a previous podcast episode, was, and I felt suicidal. Yeah. And in my life, in 29 years of being on this planet, I've never in my life felt suicidal, not yeah. once. And there you go. That's that's what the state of the world and that's just, uh, has done yeah. to somebody who's otherwise mentally yeah, healthy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But and then and 
like I said, Ainsley, I had to look at myself and, and I was snapping at my girlfriend and I'm not an aggressive person or anything like that. You guys know me and I'm just... And, and you've got to put yourself first and look at what you've got. Don't look at what could happen. Look at what you've got. And that's yeah. what I did. And I'm like, I've got my elf. I've got my mates. I've got an house. I've got a girlfriend that loves me and adores me. I've got a family. Shitter. I've got... <laughs> yeah, cheers, mate. Um, <laughs> and my family are all still here, so I can't be... And, and a lot of people don't have that. Yeah. You know, and I think it's a lot of people have got nothing. Exactly, Liam. a lot of people have got nothing in life, yeah. and and you know, I'm not one of these people who who will play play the fiddle for everybody. Because no, of course not. I, I'm no. a believer that almost every situation in your life has been caused by your own decisions, yeah, of course. right? Yeah. And and that you know that doesn't make it right, and it doesn't make it fair, and it doesn't make it difficult. But sometimes we we need as as individuals like you guys say is to put yourself first yeah. put yourself first a little bit and say okay i'm here at this point in the road because of the different paths i've traveled down that's where i'm at but in front of me i've got a million other paths that exactly. i can take yeah. all the decisions yeah. i make so i can get myself out of feeling like i do or at least feel better than i do you it's, might never yeah. be perfect but you can you can do, put things in place to make you feel better it's a temporary yeah. issue though isn't it andy that you might feel shit like that at that moment in time, but tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow, you know, tomorrow's a new day, and also it's never promised. No, exactly. So, you know, and like I say, a lot of people don't have that, and I've and I've come across people that have have been suicidal, and like there's been many times when I've seen people standing on bridges, and police have had to cordon area off, and things yeah. like that, and it's it's horrible to see. It's, it's terrible. And if you, to if, see you are, if you are the at that is, point, please just uh, drop the anger management uh, podcast a message, and yeah. we'll, we'll try and talk you off that bridge. <laughs> yeah, if you can. just mind you, knowing us, they, they listen to us and jump. Fuck you know. Out. I don't want to listen to that Lindsay Cox's voice that's again. That's the reason I'm up here, <laughs> them bastards. The thing is, like an effect as well, because when you can be that bad, you don't feel like you don't realize what effect it can have on families and friends. Oh, absolutely, because mental health, you might have yourself like as a person, but it doesn't just affect you; it affects your family as well if they know what you're going through or you know they worry don't they like, yeah of course they so, do yeah absolutely mate. and like say um, even if you don't want to ring professionals just ring a family member or a friend or a work colleague or anyone that you know will help or will listen to you on that note liam just before we move on to our final song of the anger management podcast christmas special just refresh everybody where they can get in touch with with us if they are feeling a bit blue <laughs> Yeah, or uh, a bit down. Yeah, you can find us on Facebook and on Instagram, Anger Management Studios, or you can send us a cheeky little message on Twitter, Anger Manage Pod. Like I say, guys, we'll do our best to get back in touch with you. And if you just want to have a chat, get stuff off your chest, let us know how you feel. You can even come on the show if that make you feel better. There you go. And we're not professionals or anything like that, but we do try and put a smile on people's faces and we do try and have a laugh while doing it. And uh, we do try and help each other in the studio while we're doing the podcast. Absolutely. It's time for our final song, guys. You know what it is. Oh. It's the mighty Round in Circles. My ooh, band, ooh, ooh. we released our brand new album yesterday. Yesterday, lads, just before Christmas, <laughs> in time to fill your digital stockings. <laughs> yes. Oh, you animal. It's, uh, it's called, it's called, the album is called Life One, Round in Circles, Nil. Yeah? Okay. The song I'm going to play is Liam's favourite. Liam has bought the record. Thanks, pal. Yes. Give me one of them. Love Thank it. You, Absolutely love it, man. His favourite track off the record is a song called Never Say Die. Yeah. And again, this song is actually co-written with my little boy. He was only eight at the time. Wow. We wrote it last year. Uh, and he, he does the backing vocals all the way through the song. 
Um, so this is Liam's favourite track. I love this song. Off this the is album. great. Um, guys, if you can get onto onto um, the streaming platforms and have a listen to this song, um, it's on YouTube as well, uh, along with the rest of the album. Leave us a comment. It's in all the usual places. We've had some absolutely stellar feedback and a lot of plays so far um, for a local band, you know. Yeah, we're yeah, not, we're yeah. not Taylor Swift, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, so we're, we're absolutely buzzing from it at the moment. There's a lot of hard work went into it. We actually finished recording. Uh, I actually finished because I've mixed and produced the album as well. It was finished in at the beginning of April 2020. Wow. Um, so we've had to wait this long because we haven't been al- allowed to go out and play and uh, play the songs and tour, tour the album, you see. So we've waited and waited and waited and we've got to the point now where it seems like everything's going to be locked down again. Yeah. So we've just thought, fuck this. We're going to put it out. We've put uh, a song called... Uh, hit the ground out as a single as well, which has an an accompanying accompanying video um, that you can check out on YouTube, which is again self produced. Um, it's all out there. Please have a listen. Let us know what you think. Uh, this Show song, some love. this song is called "Never Say Die." I love it by Round and Circles. It's great. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Let's have a listen. Critical costly Opinions respond 
Welcome back to the Anger Management Podcast Christmas Special, where you've just heard the mighty Round in Circles and uh, a song from their new album. Uh, Liam. Never Say Die. Never Say Die. Absolutely love that song. Thank you, mate. Uh, it's me, Andy Stevenson. Me, Liam Simcox. And me, Vainsy. But Super Vainsy is back. Super um, guys, Vainsy. hit me with it. <laughs> hit me with your judgment. Love it. You know, you already know my feelings on it. You already know my it's, it's a proper blink vibe, isn't it? You know, it's that proper pop punky sort of. Sounds like you should be from California. Or I, something, I wish you know? I was yeah. from California, yeah. mate. Unfortunately, I'm from Cheadle. Cheadle. Yeah. I'm actually not from Cheadle, you know. You say I'm not that bad. But um, yeah, that, thanks, guys. Um, Liam, I know you do love that song. Yeah, it's um, great. But like I say, my little like my little boy features in that song. Um, he's got a songwriting credit as well. And. Uh, I, I love that track. I think it's mm. absolutely great. I wrote it I wrote it at the start of last year, um, before COVID happened, would Bloody you hell. would you believe? So it's not actually anything. It was just a, a commentary a, a little bit on um people not people not letting each other speak, basically. Happy genuine song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um so yeah, I think the message, getting back to what we were saying about uh, mental health in the last segment, the message of that song is very, very much mm, never yeah. say die. It, yeah. it doesn't matter what's going on, how shitty things <laughs> might might be at any one moment in your life. You've gotta have that enough about you yeah. to say, you know, I never say die no matter how Don't back down, be. you've got to keep going. And that's it, and that's the that's the message of that song. You can find Round in Circles um, on the Anger Management uh, um, YouTube channel. You can find links on our Facebook page and Twitter page. We we do try and link the two together because obviously it's my band. Um, so you can check us out um, in all the usual streaming uh, places. You can listen to the album, you can listen to the single, or you can even check out our brand new video. Not for that song, but for another song off the record called Hit the Ground. Leave us a comment. Let us let us know what you think. And um yeah. I'm chuffed with it. Mate, I, I'm I very happy. Love it. So um guys, we're nearly at the end of the show. Oh, <sighs> it's almost know, Christmas man. time. <laughs> Christmas is yeah, over. It's over for me <laughs> now. Yeah, no. I always try to end every single podcast with a with a question, a little teaser question for you guys to answer. And we all we give an opinion and we sometimes uh Put a little, um, a little vote to our lovely, lovely listeners and viewers. So we will start first of all with last week's Graham Powell. Yes, Liam. Uh, we were what, just... what happened? Fill us a, a little bit of background on. Uh, well, last week. uh, in last week's episode with uh, Luke the Hammer Gordon, uh, the Hammer. <laughs> we were discussing Christmas songs and we all picked our most hated Christmas songs. But which out of the three that you're about to hear is the worst? You obviously had Andy's Choice with Wham Last Christmas. You had Luke Gordon with Paul McCartney and Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time. And then you yeah. had, and then you had me, uh, Liam Simcox with Geraldine McQueen, Once Upon a Christmas. That's the Peter K one. That's the it, Peter yeah. K one. Yeah. So before, before you give us the answers, yeah, let's uh, let's it. ask Super Veins oh, out of the three. You know, first of all, tell us what your least favorite is altogether. Least favorite. Yeah, that's what we'd gone for. Most hated Christmas song, because we ate most of them. We'll I be fucking, honest. I hate Mariah Carey. 
uh, All I Want all for I Christmas. Want. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, do you want a song that's just over It is despisable. Yeah, it is. It she is. earns like Fucking five or six Jesus. billion in uh, that one you, month. Yeah. 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 Absolutely it's ridiculous. It's like Booble, isn't it? If it come, oh, I just... Nah. <laughs> If you had to choose one of the three, Geraldine McQueen, Wham, and Paul McCartney. He's, he's got to be Wham. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, Liam, can, I can reveal live on the Christmas special of the Anger Management podcast Ooh. that the most hate. This is a first. Indeed. This is a first. Oh, I got Basie's getting his jingle. jingle. Oh, there we go. There we go. The most hated Christmas song. Come on, with George. With 40% of the vote is Last Christmas by Wham. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And mine and Luke's came in at 30% each. Well so, done, uh, uh, well was... done, public. You yeah. have voted correctly on that. <laughs> Thank you. It was a tight one. It was... <laughs> you said. <laughs> hey, ding. <laughs> so um, we're going to keep on a Christmas theme uh, for this week, obviously, with mm. our with our question. And our, our, our Graham poll is going to be about our question. We're going to put forth our our ideas, and you guys can choose who you agree with. I'm going to ask you, Ooh. what is the greatest Christmas film of all time? Okay. Ooh, yeah. That's a tough one. I Liam, know Liam Simcox, I'm coming to you first. Um, on the spot. I'm going to go for, because to me, it just feels the most Christmassy, uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Okay, okay. With... Um, sell it to us. I can't, I can't. Sell that I, film to what? us. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't take that much selling, really. I know. I mean, just, come just, on. You know, is it it's Richard Richard fucking Christmas. It's about Santa Claus, and it's got um, the it... guy out of Jurassic Park. Yeah, in Richard it, so... Attenborough. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. David Attenborough's brother. Yeah. brother. So um, yeah, check it out. It's fantastic. And Matilda. Oh yeah. It was. It's either that or. So why does it? Why does it make you feel? Why does that film make you feel? I don't so know. It's just because it's like. No. Did you watch it when you were? Is yeah, it yeah, yeah. The so right when, age. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. And I was like early nineties, and it's the, it's all Christmas decorations, and it's it has a heartfelt message, and it's about believing in Santa Claus, and and like, oh, it's great. But um, it was either that or. And the flip side of things on the more wackier side. No, of no, things. no, no, no. We don't want to until the rest of us have spoken. Okay, okay. We don't come want back to, to hear. Come back to we're me. not hedge betting here. <laughs> come back right? to me. You could come back to me. You might even you. say what mine is. Well, one. exactly, exactly. Sorry. So, so Vainsy, we're going to come to you next. Mine is hundred percent Scrooged. God. And there I, we I, go. I love Bill Murray. He's Gone my favourite actor. He is That's fantastic, Bill Murray. But is. It's more the story behind Scrooge, isn't it? Because you know he's a miserable bastard who's got CEO, you know he's not he? short just, of a penny yeah, yeah. but he's just that better and stuff and you know he realizes you know it's not all bad and uh, I, like, I love the, the story it's a of Ebenezer Scrooge yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, and I think as Bill Murray in a modern I won't say modern day now but like you know yeah contemporary I, yeah. yeah I love that film like yeah so that that's it for me that's, 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 my, other that's, that's, that's my other one that's good for me there's only one clear winner. The right? Grinch. No, 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 no. <laughs> Love no, actually. No. The greatest Christmas film ever is oh. Home Alone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah good film. Far How and the away. Fuck did we miss and that? the reasons are, right, I spent probably two years of my life as a 9, 10, 11 year old kid desperately wanting to be 
Kevin McAllister <laughs> because I was when that came out, I was ten, the same as Kevin McAllister. Set, setting the right? burglars up. I well setting my dad up, basically. <laughs> Not burglars. Oh. I spent two years trying to hit my dad with paint cans on strings <laughs> and, and putting all my micro machines on the stairs. Oh. <laughs> and my, my dad falling over everywhere and my mum saying, Pick these bloody machines up off the floor. <laughs> I swear down, I honestly I, I think it's horrible now thinking about it, but I would gladly have hit my dad in the face with an iron. Can we just have that so on a T-shirt? Just okay, so I could have pretended yeah. I was Kevin McAllister. Can we have that on a T-shirt, on a mug? <laughs> I'd have gladly hit my dad Honestly, the he was my hero. And I absolutely loved the sequel where he's in New York as yeah. well. That's, oh, just, yeah. that's awesome yeah. as well. Absolutely awesome. But the first one... Just when I was a 10-year-old kid, the thought of being in that massive house they mm, live in, because his dad's a lawyer yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. And they uh, all just fuck off and leave him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he wakes up in the morning, and I remember watching it for the first time at the cinema and just thinking, this is like, this is a dream come true. Can you imagine being in that house with all that fucking room and all that stuff? Loved it. Absolutely lo- loved it. I really did. And did you know it's... Keep the change, you filthy animal. I was just about to say... <laughs> Did you know it's still the most quoted Christmas film of really? all time? Really, with what you've just said, it's still yeah. there. Change you feel Even though animal. it's not from that movie, but I, still, I watched the Bad Santa two the other day. Oh, yeah. I haven't and seen I, that. I, I thought I was pissing myself at it. I, I, haven't, I, I haven't seen that. It. It's, it's better than the first. It's better than the first. I thought it was hilarious. Okay, runners up then. Liam, you were going to have a runner up. That was it. Yeah. Scrooge. Okay. Was Scrooge. It? Yeah, Scrooge was my second choice. Vainsy. Fair enough. My runner up. I know what my runner-up is. Um, clear, I, I think clear, go clear f- runner-up. I'm going to go for this, right? And it'd be Die Hard. Yeah, that's oh. exactly what I was oh. going to say. Because there's always the argument is if it's a Christmas film. It's yeah, totally but when you Christmas see film. Hans Gruber fall off. It's guys, Christmas. Guys, that could be our second Graham Paul. Is Die Hard a Christmas film? <laughs> Double <laughs> Graham. Your options. It's a Christmas. This is, is your it? Christmas present. <laughs> Viewers and listeners, your Christmas present is a, do- a last minute Double Graham. Boom, I've <laughs> there got you it. go. Your options you are go. yes or yes. <laughs> if yes, you say no, don't watch the podcast anymore. So let's sum it up. Let's wrap it all up. So okay. Graham Paul number one. Is Die Hard a Christmas film? Yes or no? Very simple. Yeah, yeah, I say yeah, yes. Yeah. I'm saying yes. Yes. Hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Million and percent. And maybe you guys have. I, I assume a lot of you guys will have your own favourite Christmas film, but we can only list three, unfortunately. So we are going for Liam. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Vainsy. Scrooged. And myself, Steve-O, I'm going for Home Alone. That's the best one. But let us know what your favourite Christmas movies are in the comments down below. It will be live, ready to go. Um, on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Ooh. You guys watching and listening to this now, it's about time that you put your pajamas on, your your, your nightwear, have a little cup of tea, little leave it, leave a little mince pie and a glass of milk and half a bottle of sherry. <laughs> ready for on. ready for Santa. Get those pictures taken of your presents <laughs> piled up the side of your house and get them on Facebook. That's it. Tag a picture. Don't forget to tag these guys in it. Yeah, tag yeah. us. Tag yeah. us yeah, to really do. piss us off. Just tag at the Anger Management Podcast. So that's about it, guys. Santa will be here very shortly. Emptiness. To empty his sack. Emptiness yeah. yeah. sack. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, that's it. All over, uh, all over everyone's <laughs> living room. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. It's a very, very nice piece of imagery to end the podcast on that. He only comes once a year. Guys, we will be back. We might possibly be able to squeeze a New Year episode, and we're not sure yet. But if we don't see you lovely listeners or hear from you again, 
until next year. Have an absolutely fantastic, yeah, have a Christmas, fantastic Christmas and a guys. fantastic 2021 New Year's Eve. Yeah, um, say yeah. Thanks for having us back on again. Yeah, cheers, absolutely, Vinzi. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for coming pleasure. on. Pleasure, Thanks man. For being yeah. pleasure, man. Thanks for being forthright as always, Vinzi. Oh, well. We appreciate it, mate. Um, I just think you guys missed me, didn't you? That's what. 20, oh, yeah. 2022 what will be more awesome. I promise you, yeah. mate. Really? I promise you. Yeah, yeah. Take my word for it. <laughs> take my word for it. I'm vouching. I'm vouching. And maybe, maybe we might sneak in a bit of um, merch. Merch. Maybe. Merch Potentially. There. Watch this space. That's all I'll say. Guys, it's been emotional. Merry yes. Christmas, Merry everybody. Christmas, guys. Merry Stay Christmas. safe. Drive safe. Have a good and, one. Uh, we'll see you next year. Have a drink for us. There you go. Merry <laughs> Christmas, guys. Don't, don't have a drink for me. I'll collapse. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas everyone. Christmas.